You create your life with the stories you tell yourself. Want more fun, love, and money? Then write your new story and live into it. Louis DiBianco's podcast, Change Your Story, Change Your Life, shows you how to discover your empowering story. You'll meet many successful people who have created magnificent lives, even when the odds were stacked against them. Plus, you'll learn the secrets of great storytelling that can explode your business. And now, here is your host, Louis DiBianco. Hello, storytellers, and welcome to episode 207 of Change Your Story, Change Your Life. What is in a name? We all have names. Very rarely do we think about them. Very rarely do we sit down and say, I wonder what influence my name has on the way I show up in the world. I wonder what kind of story my name communicates to other people. I wonder, I wonder, I wonder. We should be asking those questions. We might make some very interesting discoveries. Of course, for most of us, our names are just, well, they're just everyday identifiers. And we're so used to them that we have no need to give them another thought. But remember that every single word that you use or that's associated with you projects an image, has a story that it's telling to someone. What kind of story do names tell? What kind of stories can they tell? Let's say a person, a young man is named Robert. But as a kid, and maybe even now, people call him Bobby. Robert and Bobby communicate two different images. Now, the person might be perfectly at home with the word and the image of Bobby. Maybe never gave it a second thought. I'm not here to say one is better than the other. But if you think about it, they really do communicate something different. Deborah and Debbie are not the same. Let's look at my name for a moment. I grew up, I was born as Luigi Edemondo di Bianco. That's on my birth certificate. And as a young kid, I was very self-conscious about being in the Bronx as the son of Italian immigrants. I loved my parents, but I felt self-conscious about being seen as an Italian immigrant, especially when I went to school. And so I was not that comfortable with Luigi. Although my parents call me that at home, I became Louis outside in the world. And I was okay with Louis for many, many years. Then I became a professional actor. And it so happens that I built a career mostly playing gangsters. Hey, it's a lot of fun. I love playing mob roles. But I didn't realize how playing the mobster and having the name Louie would affect the way people would treat me. 
I found that often when I was on a set, and especially if I was there to play a mobster, people would start playing around and call me, Hey, Louie, Louie this, Louie that, Louie, Louie, Louie. And at some point, I couldn't identify why, but it became uncomfortable. Then one day I showed up for a film shoot and the assistant director came to my trailer and he asked, by the way, is it Louis or Lewis? And without thinking, I said Lewis. Wow, what a discovery. People treated me differently on the set. And then it hit me. Could this be why he's Bobby to his friends, but his professional name is Robert De Niro? They convey different images to the world. Let's have some fun taking a deeper dive into this and exploring some names of famous personalities. Who is Curtis James Jackson III? He's from Queens, New York, and he goes by the name of 50 Cent. Why would he choose that name? Well, in his own words, he says that it was a metaphor, is a metaphor, for change. That's great. 50 Cent is change. He also took the name from a mobster. He was a robber, a thief, named Kelvin Martin, who was known as 50 Cent. And the rapper 50 Cent said, the name says everything. I'm the same kind of person. So is he saying that he's sees himself as a thief? Well, maybe, at a certain level. The point is that the name carries a certain mystique. And with mystique and mystery, there's power. It's a role that 50 Cent feels good playing. How about Calvin Cortazar Broadus Jr. That is the birth name of Snoop Dogg. Snoop Doggy Dog. Apparently his mother called him Snoopy because he liked the cartoon Peanuts. And, of course, Snoopy is a dog in the Peanuts cartoon. But there's more to this. When he went to Jamaica and he started studying the Rastafarian movement, he took the name or he changed the name Snoop Dogg to Snoop Lion, which is the Lion of Judah. It's also the name for Halle Selassie, who is worshipped by Rastafarians. So, the image of Snoop to Snoop Dogg carries much more of a meaning and a mystique and a character than we may first realize. It's catchy. It certainly works. It makes us laugh. We find it cute. But I suggest that there's much more to it than cuteness. How about O'Shea Jackson Jr., otherwise known as Ice Cube, from South Central L.A.? 
Apparently, his brother threatened to slam him into a freezer and pull him out when he was an ice cube. But you see, it may be a very negative and scary image, but he obviously saw something in it that attracted him. That name, too, carries a certain mystique. It's a it's a name that in a way says, you know, don't mess with me, because I'm an ice cube. I'll freeze you, man. There's many, many things you can read into it, but he wears it comfortably. You see, it becomes a character, a persona. And when, especially when you choose the name, you'd better bet that that persona is something that you are probably conscious of and that makes you feel a certain way. And everything is about how we feel. If we feel lousy about ourselves, that's how we come across. If we feel insecure and doubtful, that's what the image, the persona that we present to the world. But if we feel on top of it, cool, colorful, unique, mysterious. That's the way we come across to the world. Andre Ramel Young, otherwise known as Dr. Dre. Cool name, Dr. Dre. He called himself, when he adopted the name Dr. Dre, which was he developed it from the original doctor. I think it was Dr. J, but as Dr. Dre, he was the master of mixology. It's a certain image. And you have to admit, when you look at the success that these people have created and are creating, the persona that they wear so comfortably in the world serves them. Does the name that you carry serve you? We'll come back to that. What about Lady Gaga? Lady Gaga. Love that name. Lady Gaga. Stephanie Joanne Angelina Germanotta became Lady Gaga from Radio Gaga. There's a lot of controversy about how she got the name. But obviously... It was something that rang true for her that helped her to live into her image much more so than Stefani Joanne Angelina Germanotta, which is a beautiful name, and Madonna, Madonna Ciccone. Of course, Madonna is wonderful too because the name alone, Madonna, has a religious connotation. It's perfect for the persona that Madonna the singer created because she's all about sexuality and she so comfortably and beautifully slipped into the persona of the bad girl, the one who flaunts her sexuality, the one who is comfortable with people thinking whatever they want of her because she as a woman, knows who she is. And to challenge the image of the Madonna we associate with purity, I think is just fabulous. It takes courage. It takes confidence. Think about 
the confidence and courage it takes to adopt a label that people can laugh at, that people can criticize, and they will, that people can abuse, that people can denigrate, but that you feel strongly about it and that it brings you strength. That takes courage and unshakable confidence. So let's talk about the labels that you wear. Am I saying that you should change your name? No, not at all. But do you live with a feeling about not only your name, but other labels that you may have that you have no choice? You may not like them, but hey, that's what life gave me. Who am I to say otherwise? If you feel that, you got to ask yourself this. Where else does that attitude show up in my life? Because as T. Harv Eker said, T. Harv Eker wrote The Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. He said that how you do anything is how you do everything. So if you feel about, let's say, a name, I'm not crazy about it, but, well, that's the name I have and I can't do anything about it, then take a good close look and say, are there other areas of my life that I don't like? And my attitude has become, I can't do anything about it? Because truth be told, may not be easy, but we have the choice always to do something about it and to choose to live differently, to choose empowering thoughts, empowering friends, empowering situations, empowering labels, empowering names. Some people may have names that they absolutely hate. You know, maybe a woman has a name that she's lived with all her life that makes her feel like, oh my God, when people say it, I feel like I'm such a little kid. They don't take me seriously, but gee, that's my name. If you feel that strongly about it, no, change it. Little Bobby. Little Bobby isn't the same as Robert, is it? So the whole point of this, besides the fact that I think it's a fascinating thing to explore, you might want to explore the names of other celebrities who have adopted their own names and who live comfortably in them, and then start thinking about labels. May not necessarily be your name, but labels that apply to you or to different areas of your life and decide whether or not they make you feel good. And if they don't, how can you change them? Because if you're still of the mindset that says, well, that's the way it is. No, no, no. If you listen to this show, you know that you always have the option to change your story and change your life. Tune in to the next episode of Louis DiBianco's podcast. Become unstoppable as you learn to change your story, change your life.